Hello, welcome back to 1420 FM. My name's Joe Urban. This is Ethan Went. Today, we are joined with TJB, a producer from Milwaukee. Trent, thank you for being here. For sure. Thanks for having me. This is super dope. Of course. Yeah, for sure. All right, so first off, I mean, like, how you been? What you been up to? Uh, I've been chilling. I've been, like, I'm finishing up college right now. I'm working on music at the same time, you know. I've been, uh, had an opportunity to be able to produce, like, three EPs over the last, like, eight months or so. I've been, like, working on getting, like, I think by the end of, like, July, I'll have, like, almost two albums available like two albums worth of music available like on stuff so i think that's pretty cool it's a pretty big accomplishment for me for sure to be able to say that i've been wanting to be able to i guess like i guess my goal when i was like when i started this producing thing i was like i want to be able to say i produce people's projects from front to back and the fact i'm able to do that and i found guys that have like trusted me to do that is like a really big deal to me so yeah. because of that i've been doing really well so <laughs> that's that's awesome. yeah. yeah for sure <laughs> so we'll talk about what, what albums you put out what what well, so far, well, so far, I got three EPs. The well, going to be three EPs. Um, I got um, the Unwrapped EP with Lenny Ledesma that we had that came out the end of last year, and then um, Patch Psyche came out about a month ago now with the Root, and then Lenny and I got another EP that's coming out like next month. So it's like it's it's getting finished up. We're like almost done with and mastering it. I'm working with uh, some guys to get the cover work done and all that. So, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, work yeah. out that it's almost on, almost gonna be out. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How is that process of like how long has it like the normal process take for? Like each EP, or like were some different from the other yeah, ones? Yeah, they're definitely all been different for the most part. Like, uh, so when Lennon and I did our first one, that took about probably about four or five months to record front to back. It was like, uh, I don't know, it was just a process of like I, I sent him a beat pack and then he'll just work on it for a little bit and then we'll get on a call or something like that and then we'll figure out more of what we want to go in, in terms of directions for songs. But uh, yeah, Lennon, um, he takes his time for sure, and I think it shows. <laughs> I think it shows for sure. I think everyone that's heard Lennon has been like, well, this dude's about it. <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, LaRue's a little bit, uh, with LaRue, things are a lot uh, faster. I can send him like a beat pack. He'll listen to it like on his way to and from work. Be like, I got it. <laughs> he, just, he just writes shit like super fast, and it's, it's done. I think uh, Patch Psyche took about maybe two months to record in, t- in terms of just like getting the beats on. It was also a shorter EP too. It was only five tracks out of six, but it mm-hmm. took about, it took a little bit quicker to get that one done than it did the unwrapped one. But, and then the one, the next one that Lennon and I got coming, um, I, I can't say the name of it yet because we haven't announced it, but, <laughs> but uh, that, that took about, that one probably took about three months. That one took a little bit faster. We've been starting to figure out like how to get things moving, but yeah. Sure. How'd you get in touch with all those artists? It's really funny. It's the internet. It's like it's kind of yeah, funny. Like a lot yeah. of what the, I've been able to do is uh, pretty much from the internet and uh, Instagram or something like, like things like that. Uh, places of social media for the most part. Mm-hmm. I would say the guy that I first met was the Root, which was on was on Reddit actually. <laughs> These yeah. little collab threads you can like post to, and then the Root found okay. my music there. And then uh, there's the if, I don't know if anybody if, I don't know if anybody's watching has heard my music before, but about a year ago i put up beat tape that was like volume two or whatever and then like i I sent yeah and then like uh larue like he took all those made a quick little ep out of it it's not available anymore (laughs) but he made a quick little ep out of it and then uh on that was featured lenin ledesma and you got like von worms who's been on the roots last project and he's gonna be on our next lenin's next project so pretty much all the guys we work with and like the guy who mixed and masters all our music was on that too. Low game was featured on it like twice. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. So it was, uh, yeah, so Larue and I uh, hooked up for a little EP. I didn't like sit down and produce any of the beats. It was like, oh, here's some beats, make a project out of whatever. And then 
through that, um, like he asked me to join this little collective called Dwaluk, and then we started on a little like Discord thing, whatever. And then uh, from there, um, I, I met Lennon, and then Lennon tried to hit, like last summer, he asked me to like, he was like, you got any beats that I can rap on? I was like, mm-hmm. bae, cause like mm-hmm. on the stuff that he was on that little like LaRue project, I was like, this is super dope, I need to work with this guy. But uh, yeah, from there, was, I, I gave him this one beat, it was called Walk, um, he was not able to write to it for the life of him, he was like, bro, can you send me some more stuff? I was like, honestly, man, like if you wanna work on an EP together, like let's do it. And then from there things snowballed and now here we are but <laughs> i guess that was, that was the story of it all it was like i kind of met on the internet and then we just got lucky to find a group of like really talented guys within a very short period of time and then things just started rolling i guess yeah, sure. but yeah <laughs> oh wait or so are they like all in different locations or yeah they are so that's yeah, the okay. other funny part of it is uh we're all at, like at least a thousand miles away from each other <laughs> so, Jeez, yeah gosh. um LaRoute is in portland um lennon is in oakland and then i'm here in milwaukee so Damn. yeah then uh von worms is another guy that we work with he's out in like eastern canada <laughs> eastern canada and then logan is actually the closest of all of them he's got to make some masters all of our stuff he's i believe he's about an hour or so away from lennon so, yeah, he's about, he's about that far away, but uh, he's the close, like, Lennon and Logan are close, and then after you leave California, it's, everybody else is very far <laughs> between, but, yeah. Damn. How do you, uh, how would you say those, like, you know, because since you guys are in different places, how you guys, not only your influences and styles, how you think they clash and, like, really work together? I think it's interesting, because I have, like, when I talk to people about, how my beats sound or like where I get my influence from probably like the least amount of influence I get is actually from the West coast. And that's pretty much all I work with. At the yeah. moment. So, uh, it's interesting. Um, but they're a bunch of like, I, I, f- I figure out ways to try to like incorporate it now, but the pretty much the time we all met, I had no, none of that DNA was probably able to be found in what mm-hmm. I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, honestly, it's just a bunch of guys that have a love for the genre that we work in and they all are very talented guys. They've been, they've all been doing it for a little while now. Um, yeah, all similar influences for the most part too. We all we all are very into the whole like you know socially conscious. Let's do this underground shit. That's just like we're kind of sure. hitting you in the, over the head with heavier topics constantly. And um, I pretty much talk to them. I'm like, yo, wrap your piece on this. I want you to be as authentically you when you're on these projects because I think a large part of why people resonate with the music they like is because it's authentic and they can feel it too. So like I, I pretty much is just. I make I like ask me for like a mood to like produce and I'll be like bet I'll get back to you in like a week I'll sit through I don't know whether it's digging through YouTube <laughs> records or actual vinyl records and then mm-hmm. I'll find something chop up some samples throw some drums on it whatever get it up to him in like a week and then and they start rapping on it <laughs> yeah. so would you do you would you say that your sound varies from artist to artist I do with? try to do that yeah, yeah. so um, I, I try to it's interesting it's interesting uh, so I guess the way I start with when I produce is the very basic thing I try to hit on is if, am I am I putting something out that's that you can look at and is legitimately different from anything else that's out which I feel like at this point I've been able to do that decently decently successfully then I kind of have like my ways of programming certain sounds whatever and then um, you got and then with like Lennon I'll produce a little bit more it Everything I do is a little bit more in like the abstract, semi-experimental main, right? And then for like Lennon, it's more, it's definitely a lot more moody. It's a little bit more, I, I guess I try to like, also try to like, find this 
in between between like trap and boom bap which is like weird i don't really know what to call it yet but <laughs> yeah, but uh, i try to do that but it sounds a little bit more boom bappy with lennon and then when i go with the roots and his stuff's a little bit more lighter i try to hit him with something that's a little more trappy like like if you listen to patch psyche front to back it's a little bit trappier sounding than like unwrapped is even though like those all those sounds are there but i try to like with the roots a little bit lighter i guess at the end of the day and then with lennon it's a little bit it's a harder we're hitting you in the face <laughs> we're hitting yeah. over the head with these things the yeah. whole time. for sure, but, sure. yeah <laughs> So what kind of like musical uh, influences would you take from that or who do you follow right now? I got a, I got a lot of them. I could talk about them all day. Like, I guess um, if I had a, man, I, I, I guess it's like, I, whenever I describe it, it's like a mix between, um, I say like to me, it's mixed between like East Coast, Midwest and like Southern hip hop is how I describe it. It's like my drums are like this weird old 3-6 Mafia meets Jay Dilla meets like LP from like New York kind of thing and it's just weird I don't know you can kind of like hear it I think but like you can't really perfectly pinpoint it and like my samples definitely come for like I do that really soulful kind of southern style of sampling to a degree but then that kind of has this weird like it has this more like esoteric feel that might maybe like a Griselda Records or a Mob Deep would have from like New York and it's I don't know I guess it's kind of like when I sit down and produce, it's like I have all these different lanes to figure out, and I sit down and I try to put as much of a twist on that section of hip hop as I can to make it mine. I guess, I guess that would answer that question. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. In terms of raw influences, yeah, Dilla's probably up there pretty heavy. He's another Midwest guy. It's kind of hard to avoid that <laughs> being from around here. Um, Three Six Mafia, for sure, the way they produce was a pretty big deal to me. A lot of the darker aspect of when I do like darker beats it comes from them directly um yeah Mob Deep and Griselda with like those super deep soulful samples that I try to pull from or they come from there um yeah I think that's probably the, my biggest ones like Mob Deep, Dilla, Griselda, 3-6 Mafia, maybe UGK throwing there, Big Crit's another really big influence of mine, Big Crit's probably one of probably the biggest one but <laughs> no one really pinpoints it but yeah Big Crit too in there and that's probably how I put it. <laughs> that's so you started off, I remember like you used like sampling beats from like vinyls and stuff like yeah. that, right? How has that like shaped your style and has that like taught you anything new about music and your direction and all that? It definitely has because in order to like sample from vinyl, you kind of have to sit there through the whole thing and be like, I don't know, I need to, I've, I've figured out how to get more efficient with it. But at the time I would, I'd force myself to listen to the full song and then they're like, oh, this is totally sampleable or this isn't. But, uh. I don't know, it's like, I'll go to, kind of, it's funny, because you don't really know what you're going to get until you get it, so, <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll go to a record store, I'll come back, I pretty much, like, you figure out, as you get through it, you figure out a system of, like, oh, I'm looking for these kind of instruments, or I'm looking for um, something from this person, or this person adjacent, and then you kind of, you kind of search for these names, and you come, you bring them home, you don't really know what you're going to get specifically, but you can learn a lot from yeah, pretty much you just needle through it, figure it out. <laughs> pretty much it come down to a point of like, is this weird? Is this dope? Can I use this? <laughs> yeah. No, to this point now. But yeah, I've definitely learned a lot from trying to sample from vinyl for sure. And it's definitely more of a fun process too because it forces, because I try to make my beats sound as raw as possible. And I think having that directly from vinyl sound as much as I can definitely helps get that point across. Mm-hmm. So. What, per- what percentage of stuff you've done, where has it been like, what percentage of it has like a big plan going into it where it's like you already know what you're going to do before you start it? Actually, a pretty big, a pretty big amount of it, actually. I'll usually like sometimes, yeah, I, I pretty much I try to sit down and like really calculate things as much as I possibly can. I know a lot of other guys don't really do that, but I guess the kind of uh, 
Just for the, the goals we have in mind for the products we make, I want to, I know me personally and the guys that are wrapping on my beats, they, we want to very, like, we, we sat down and thought about this. And I think if you listen to it, you can get that feel out of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, a pretty big amount of it, like, almost pretty much every single beat that's on these projects, like, I was, like, someone came to me, these guys came to me, and they're like, I want something that gets this emotion across. And I sit there digging oh. for it however long until I'm like, this is, this is the sample. <laughs> and then, uh, then it'll come together. Like, uh, I think the best, the best example of that was when Lennon and I were working on Unwrapped. And um, I pretty much sent him a beat pack. He used, like, three of those beats. I think the, three, the first three beats were um, Lemon's Head, Lifesaver, and I think Sour Patch Kid all from, came from the same beat pack. And after that, he used those beats, and he gave me, like, this quick little, like, oh, I want to call, I want this project to be, I don't know the name of it yet, but I want it to be, like, this song title, then all the way through six. And then he kind of gave me, like, a, he was, like, say, a title Warhead was, like, kind of a song about today and things that are going on. I'm, like, like kind of like he, like, maybe mentioning, like, going to war, like, kind of like what he had in the song title. So I spent probably two days straight of going through my own records or <laughs> or going through YouTube trying to find the right sample for it. Um, sometimes uh, it takes a little longer to find what you're looking for, but I don't know how to describe it. When you find that right sample, you're like, oh, this is it. Like, when I found <laughs> the one that was eventually I used, I was like, this is it. I'm, this is what it's going to be. And then <laughs> ended up working out from there. But sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that. Yeah. All right. That's good, though. <laughs> Because I feel like it, it's definitely, like, you have to capture that emotion. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it really, and that, but that makes a lot of sense. Because if he gives you just, like, an idea of, like, what then mm-hmm. it's like you listen to him, you're like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I've, I've learned over the last uh, few months that when I'm producing with a purpose, when these guys give me, like, if I'm, if I'm producing just for myself, I'm like, oh, I feel like making beats today or whatever. I don't really think they turn out as well as they do. When I'm sitting down, they're like, "Yo, make a beat about like they can like rap about this." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just a fun part of the process, I guess. <laughs> it's when you sit down, like, "Oh, here's an emotion I'm going for. Here's a song topic. Yeah. Go crazy." <laughs> but yeah, are there sessions like with Lennon and like Larue? Like, are they just by through emails and stuff like that, or do y'all ever go on the FaceTime or Zoom? Oh, uh, we get on like a Discord call, and oh, then sure. I actually the fr- the. Um, Lennon and I, I was like the first one, like, yo, we should talk about this to try to make sure this sounds as good as possible. Uh-huh. So we get on a call, I guess we talk, like, it's really funny because no one knows what my voice sounds like if you're just talking to me online. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, it's kind of, talk- it's funny because I'm just like, oh, here's my voice, whatever. And then we kind of get to know each other a little more. Yeah. And then from there, we'll talk about like what we want to accomplish, what are our goals, where can we go from here, what kind of, what, how do you want to present yourself, I guess is a big thing. So for, for these guys up until this point, um, they, they were still kind of figuring that out and I'm glad to be able to say that I helped them figure out where they want to go with things mm-hmm. but yeah it's more so just like hey what direction do we want to go for this where do you want to go from here so yeah. <laughs> I guess like another part of it too is like say when we finish Unwrap and we want like oh let's because our plan like my plan with Land is we're just going to keep going for a little while and see where things go but uh, once Unwrapped is finished we're like okay we sit down like oh what do we like about it what do we think we can improve on I think it's a really big point we try to do I did with LaRue too it's like what Every single time I finish a project, I try to be like, all right, hey, what do we think we can improve on? Like, beats-wise, I always, I, always ask, I always ask a funny question, like, what is your favorite song? What is your least favorite song? I feel like force people to answer, like, what's your least favorite song? Like, sometimes people don't actually answer it, but I think it's an important thing to get a gauge on, like, what you feel what might have been the worst song or something like that, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, trying to figure out, like, what do we do from there? And, like, with Lennon, since we started moving on an EP right away, it was like, it took... 
probably a month or two of just trying to make music and nothing working up until we actually figured out which way we wanted to go. And then after that, it was a breeze. But yeah, sometimes it just it just yeah, it was cool because it was like we finished it. And we're like, oh, this is super dope. Where do we go from here? And then we didn't really go anywhere. But then we sat down again and a couple months later. It was like, oh, here's what we're doing. And kind of I think when those when you do those things and things don't really turn out, it forces you to make things that are even better than before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it definitely sure. pushes you to that other level. And I think that happened with us for this. So I'm pretty proud to be able to say that. <laughs> That's hard. Oh yeah. Are there any other artists that you might be trying to look at work for? Or? Um, there's a couple other guys. Uh, um, there's a guy, uh, Richie Booz, from here in Milwaukee. Um, he was on Warheads. Um, we would talk a little bit every now and then. He's like, yo, we should do an EP together. I'm just a little busy right now, but that's something I definitely want to do. I want to try it. I remember he mentioned he wanted uh, He's like, yo, we're waiting on that GQ Scotty TJB EP. But uh, <laughs> he's like, well, that hasn't really uh, happened yet. But that would be definitely something I'd be down to do. But... Yeah, for right now, it's been working with these guys and then um, finishing that up. And then I kind of have an idea of what I want to do outside of there. And then oh, another guy I definitely want to work with is uh, Von Worms. He was featured on Subconscious. He's just really dope raw rapper. I'm trying to get more, I'm more trying to get more out of him. But yeah, I, got, I, got, I pretty much got my list of guys and figured it out from there. <laughs> but yeah, sure. most of that's not really set in stone. But. Sure. What kind of audience do you think you would try to um, make music for in the future, like right now? I guess the kind of audience I'm trying to go yeah. for. It's a good question. Like, I guess I don't really think about it too much. But like, 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 what kind of type? What, what kind of talk? I guess we're trying. I guess the thing that's been really cool to see so far, like on the social media and the response we've gotten, we have a very like diverse crowd of people, and like they come from a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of like I don't know, just very a yeah, lot of different sure. like walks of life. And I think that's very cool because I think the kind of music we have, is just I, I think we put what life is like, like what like the raw aspect of life is like in front of you more so than a lot of other people do. And I think that really shows kind of like who listens, who taps in, and then you get like a bunch of different kinds of faces and backgrounds that are interested in it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's that's pretty much. I'm pretty much going for anybody. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just more so just like average average people that are come from a lot of different walks of life that are interested in our music. So <laughs> for sure. So you know, how Spotify did that like astrology sign table. Yeah, yeah. The dinner table. Yeah, table. for sure, that was fun. <laughs> Wanted to know, yeah, what'd you get then? What did I get? Yeah, I think I got. My my dinner table, and the astrology sign. Astrology there, there was like three artists. Like I think team. I had, um, I think my sun sign was Freddie Gibbs. Oh, yeah. oh I yeah. think my, sure. I don't remember the exact order. I remember Lupe Fiasco was one of them, and then Lupe I forgot who probably. the third. I forgot who the third was. Damn, no, I don't remember who the third was. It was funny though. It was like it was like Freddie Gibbs, Lupe Fiasco, and a third. I'm gonna try and try to check my yeah, phone and actually can see. Out, yeah, it I think I posted on my Instagram story real quick. Mm. Aha, I found it. Uh, my birth chart is my sun sign is Freddie Gibbs, my moon sign is Lupe Fiasco, my rising sign is Arm and Hammer. Arm and Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, pretty I, dope. I was about to say you've been posting a lot of Arm and Hammer. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of that album. It's just I don't know. I kind of feel like it's in our lane to a degree. It's just really dark, really heavy. A little very punch, punchy lyrics. Very heady. Yeah. It's just very in your face with real shit. Oh, for sure. That's definitely what it is. And then uh, my dinner party was Outkast, Scarface, and MF Doom. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. That'd be, that'd be yeah. interesting dinner party. <laughs> so how like uh, how much do you take from like the music you're listening to at the time and put it into what you're working with at the time? I, I, guess, I think we're a very big product of our influences. But I think the important thing with us is that you can't really necessarily pinpoint who like our biggest influences are because it's a pretty big... Like, and I, when I sit down and listen to Lennon and the Root, I know I've never heard anybody like these guys really they they have a very unique voice I think that's very important for them to be able to sit down and say like 
they don't sound like anybody else. Yeah. But yeah, I think it definitely comes. I think that's a pretty big part of it because I know for me, um, when I first started making beats, the voice like I don't know how to describe it. Like there's like a voice in your head you hear when you're listening to your beat over and over again. And I heard a very like Scarface intense kind of voice over it and then I ran to Lennon and then I was like whoa this is like the guy I've been thinking of the whole time <laughs> and, then, and then everything works out from there because it's really funny because if you listen to a lot of Scarface this stuff's very emotional and I think that kind of me and Lennon work together it's a very like emotional intense emotionally intense thing that happens I think a lot of it comes from yeah. rappers like I know I know uh, Lennon's a very big Pog fan I am too and I think that sure a lot of that comes from there too so it definitely shines through to a degree yeah, for sure <laughs> Yeah. I can I can feel that though. It's like yeah. I was I I like how you guys are like in way different locations too. Yeah. Like on the influences thing because mm-hmm. I feel like they like since like you're probably influenced by a little local stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like just in the Midwest and they like are so like in different areas. Everybody's in different areas yeah, yeah. where it's like all these different influences coming together and it's like that's super cool. Crazy. Yeah, it comes through when they work together too. It comes like this yeah. weird like it's a very it's like two different guys that come together, but it makes sense in some weird way. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely. Is. Sure. Is your your stuff's all on Spotify? Yeah, it's everywhere. It's on uh, all your favorite streaming platforms. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> look it up anywhere. You'll be able to find TJB, Lennon, Ledesma, The Root. Anywhere you want to look for, for sure. it, it's there. <laughs> Are you still consistent on the beat tapes, though? I, I, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to. It's, I don't know if like consistent's the word I'm looking for, but like I'm trying right. to still do them. Like, actually, as we speak of it right now, I'm sitting on like 30 beats. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna put those out very soon. Actually, don't worry about it. those. Are coming out like before the end of the month, but for sure. yeah, like it's just been like I, the focus has mainly been like these projects. I don't really want to take too much attention away from it, and then people like what they hear here, and then they. They were like, yo, this guy is dope on the beats. Let me go rap with them, whatever. Mm-hmm. They can do that. I have a bunch of beats already. But, uh, yeah, I, I plan on keeping that more consistent than I have been the last half year. But, yeah, I used to be dropping, like, a tape every month, month and a half. <laughs> last year, I was just I was pushing it out. But oh, crazy. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to keep up with that. Like, that's something that's still going to be happening for a little while longer. I don't know how much longer. I don't know if I, I – I'm not really sure what my future is with that. I'm definitely going to be putting out beats that you can just hear in the public that aren't wrapped on to a degree but i don't know if it's going to be through the form of beat tapes or if i'm just going to like upload it on youtube and soundcloud or whatever and be like yo i put something up go check it out if you want to but yeah as of right now i'll be still be doing beat tapes for a little while longer that's hard when specifically do you start like at least or if it's not getting into music just producing like when was that time frame and what made you get it? oh worry that's a that's a fun story you can get a little deep with that i guess but <laughs> pretty much um i started producing about three years ago in the late summer of 2018 um i was very depressed at the time and i felt like i needed some cor- some type of artistic outlet to i don't know i guess help myself feel better to a degree so um i started making beats for the most part remember i I would uh i have family out (laughs) i have family out in la that uh i visit and i was talking to my uncle about because he's got he's got a friend that like he produces like house music and stuff and i was asking about like music production because i was i was getting interested into doing it and then he put me on to his friend carrera and then he's like, yo, you should check out this program called Ableton. And then from there, I started, I got like the light version of Ableton. And I got home that, we, like the weekend we were out in LA and I just started like hammering out beats. They were very good. But <laughs> I started doing that. I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. I'll start getting into it. And then from there, got more into it. Um, bought myself a little MIDI keyboard. Um, went from there. And then um, 
after, yeah because i got like i got like the regular version i got like the intro version of ableton which was like a hundred dollars <laughs> and then uh yeah then i got like a little midi keyboard and then um about the next summer after that i got my first little like mpc it was an mpc studio black and um went from there and i started really getting more into like sample based music and with like all my record player and stuff and i was starting to figure out how to like, incorporate more of those things and tighten it up and then kind of snowballed from there and then pretty much after so i pretty much took it lightly for the first about year and a half i would say and then um once really once the pandemic started and then i was like i, I liked making music a lot for the past like couple years whatever and then once the pandemic started about a year ago i was like yo i have nothing else to do right now and i'm un i'm unemployed i have nothing else to do mm -hmm. people really like my beats i'm gonna try to really sit down and do this as much as i can as often as i can over I don't know how long it's going to be. So pretty much the pandemic was like, I was in a point where I was like, I need to figure out a way to that something that can make, maybe make a little bit of money because I'm not making any money right now. But uh, it, it didn't make any money. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But uh, from there, I just started, to, I decided to really want to take it a lot more seriously over that summer. And, and then that, over that same summer, it was like I started meeting Root Lennon and then things were starting to get going, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's awesome. So it's been a beautiful process. It has been actually, yeah. I guess that's probably where a lot of like, the, like I don't. Know, I think when you, I think I think you're pretty cool, David. When I sit down and listen to my own beats, so you can kind of hear like the emotional side of things. It's definitely. I know for me, music making is a very emotional process, mm -hmm. and I think it's pretty cool if you just listen to the instrumental. The emotion we're trying to get across is like, obviously, being a sample-based producer helps a lot with that. I'm not gonna front, mm -hmm. but I think it's pretty cool that if you can sit down and just listen to the beat alone, you pretty much know, oh, this is what we're it's going to be a little bit more intense this time around or yeah. like lighter. So I think, it's, I think, I think that's part of his emotion comes through in there. <laughs> so. When you guys are making like songs and stuff like that, does like Lennon, will he send you some songs that like kind of help you get a little influence on what he's going for? Do you guys like do that kind of exchange or do you just kind of make some beats and see what, see what works? I guess those, our process is, I pretty much try to send, like, I'll send a pack out first in the cyber project. Whatever sticks there, sticks there. Like, oh, cool, we can use this, this one, and this one, let will rap. Okay. And then after, like, the first beat pack is more of, like, a, like it's kind of like a vibe check in a way. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. see, like, oh, where are we, how are we feeling about things right now? Like, which, like, come, we were, at that point, we pretty much already talked about, like, oh, what direction do you want to go in? And then figure out the direction we want to go in, then I'll send them a bunch of stuff that's, like, kind of in that idea. Like, I did the same thing with the Rue 2. And then after that, um, it's, like, we start figuring like, oh, here's what I want to do for sure next. Say like, yeah. So it's like kind of with unwrapped using the unwrapped example again. Was uh, we're pretty much all the way done. But uh, we just need like a song called Now and Later to finish it up, or like a song called Starburst to finish it up. And then I'll sit through. Um, once we're starting to get towards the end of it, I'll sit through and I'll make like a pack of like three plus beats. Be like, yo, just choose one. I'll like I'll pretty much like I'll 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 try to like get something that. A bunch of stuff that conveys a similar emotion but in a bunch of different ways but it can still fit in like that track spot we, t we keep a lot of uh album sequencing uh, like a project sequencing in mind when we're doing things so like, i try to like make sure that's in there but pretty much it's like after that point it's like yo choose one and we'll keep moving from there <laughs> yeah yeah sure what's been the best moment so far of the entire journey man i'm not gonna lie i think the night that unwrapped release was probably the coolest night I've had making music so far. It was like, like every, I would I check my phone for like the Spotify stats, whatever. Like every mm -hmm. single moment when I was checking, there was like three or four people listening to it at once. I was like, this is super cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it was the first time that ever happened with me because we just started like releasing singles like last October, 
and then like it, they caught a little bit of attention, but not like that. And then the whole unwrap thing kind of it was. I'm not gonna it obviously wasn't like the biggest thing in the world, right? Yeah. But for us, it was like oh my god, people were like yeah. fucking with us. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> but yeah, that was probably the coolest moment I've I've had so far as a producer was putting out a project that was a a very big emotional investment because it was like the first one. I was like, man, the whole time I was producing this, they're like, man, I just gotta get this one off, and I think we're good. Sure. I think Lennon felt a very similar way too, and we're both on this point, just trying to like do everything we can to really. This was like a four or five month period, which really working really hard trying to put this thing together, and seeing people hear it in full and really mess with it was probably. I, I can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, like, and the first time like that, that was like a magical experience because like, like the early like a couple weeks before, like me and my friend solo creator Michael, we did yeah. the cover art and everything together there. I went over to the unfinished office. We finished it and like we worked we like i got there like seven we were there until midnight working on the cover going really hard at it and then a couple weeks later the project releases and like all that really hard work is just it's out there and people really appreciate it i had to be sure i can't ask for anything more than that <laughs> i mean i saw that today had like four thousand i got lucky with a playlist placement on there i will be really? honest i got lucky but from there, like, uh, some people will start paying attention to more of it. But, yeah. <laughs> After that point, I was like, I kind of feel like we deserve this. <laughs> How did, yeah. the, did you have to apply for the players or did they pick it? They probably picked it, right? It's a submission thing. Like, yeah. some making me, like, accept it or um, not accept it. But, yeah, they just accepted it. We got lucky. And that was the first, like bigger playlist we got i don't know how many more we're gonna get i don't think i want to go that route very much more often because it doesn't feel as organic yeah but, yeah sure. <laughs> it's been cool since we got off that playlist we've hit like over like 100 listeners a month so it's been a pretty big milestone for us personally oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you say that that's definitely something that you would like you kind of would hope for and besides like numbers just kind of like a genuine audience and like the yeah the most important forward. thing that's why yeah. i was like man i don't think i want to do that because mainly because today came out and i was like wow i wasn't like not as many people listen to this as I thought they would. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I gotta find another way for people to find this. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's mainly the way I want to do things. Like, I don't want to do it like that. <laughs> I guess yeah. the easiest way to put it. But yeah, the, the, I just want an organic, or an organic audience and to be able to say we're doing it the way that we're hoping to get things done through a very like organic, authentic way. Yeah, that's what's so, up. Yeah, <laughs> can't sell out. Not no, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anything you got coming up that you want to tease? Um, I think I put coming up on one of these. Damn, I got like a couple of things. Well, I guess I'll just say it right now. Well, I got the I got EP with Lennon coming out in about a month, a little over a month at this point. And then Lennon and LaRue are working on a collab album together that I am producing in its entirety, which we're about four songs deep as I'm talking about this. So okay. <laughs> okay. We got we got some things coming. I'm trying to make it so like the goal this year was after like we finished on Raptors, I, like, I want things coming out almost every month. So for sure we're kind of coming close to that <laughs> yeah that's so, hard. yeah you got any other shout outs that you'd want to any other shout outs i guess shout out to all my dwala bros we got Len ledesma <laughs> we got larute we got von worms we got logan uh bronson jordan beats hasn't been in the loop for a little bit but we always we always connect and stuff we've clapped on a couple beats before and then uh yeah shout out to everyone we've had featured um like gq scotty for being on unwrapped a little while ago and same thing with richie blues i hope to be able to work with them a little more in the future so that'd be pretty cool. I guess those are the guys I want to shout out. All right. <laughs> this has been 1420 FM. This is TJB. My name's Joe Urban. <laughs> this is Ethan Went. Thank you for coming to watch. And you know what you should do? You should go watch again next week. <laughs> See who we have on. Thank you.